This is Unclaimed Bands, show 74. All right, hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight's guests are all the way from New York, and I want to thank them for making the trip to be here. Actually, they didn't come for us, they actually came to play here, uh, which is, uh, is kind of nice. It's better, you know, I like the local town and all that. Uh, we actually did a little video interview with them a little while ago back at the Liberty Music Fest. This is Morning Fuzz. Welcome, guys. Hey, you guys. Thank no, we came going. here just for you. Aw. We we're going to hang out here during our set. This is the cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the cheesesteaks. I know. I've, I've been here. So we're going to jump right into one of your songs. That way everybody gets a feel for what you're doing. Uh, this is Contra.
Sorry, that was Contra. Guys. That was good. Can you do me a favor? Just give me right down the line. Tell us uh, your name and what you do in the band. Uh, I'm Jesse, the drummer. I'm Frank. I sing and play guitar. Mike and I play guitar. Chris and I play bass. Okay, so we got two people play guitar. Now I know you sing. Who plays lead? We switch off. You switch he's off. Lefty, All, right. So. All right. Oh, left. Whatever oh, happens, just looks. <laughs> it happens. It happens. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> so, with Contra, can you guys uh, give us and everybody out there who just listened to it like a little bit of backdrop? Uh, tell us a little bit about that song. Contra, out of all, so we just released a new record. Well, not just released it, but like half a year ago. That's the first song on the new album, and we uh, it's probably the oldest song out of all the new the new songs on the album because we were we tried working on it a few different times. It was sounding good. Then we kind of put it on the back burner for a little while and started working on this stuff because it wasn't coming out the right way. And then we just kind of played it again and came back. It just, towards the end, when we were just about to go record. We're like, hey, let's try to rework that again. And it came out. We figured out just the one part of the bridge to fix it up, and mm -hmm. it came out and ended up being like one of, one of our favorite songs, and it just worked out perfect. Yeah. Oh, I, I like the song. It's Thank good, you so much. Stuff. I like, actually like both of them. We'll talk about the second one in a little bit. Okay. Um, how did you guys uh, get together? How did the band start? All right, this is a long story. <laughs> all right, me and Chris, the bass player, yes. we we knew we grew up to we all grew up together. So, but me and Chris known each other the longest. I've known him since you know we known each other really really, really little. We live like down the street from each other. We used to play together in different bands, and then we ended up being in, a, in a, our last band. It was called Ultra High Frequency. We were in there for a while, we, like like a ten years. Wow. And Jesse was actually in that band for like four years. Mm -hmm. He played on the first record we did. Okay, and then. Um, we we toured a lot. We did a bunch of stuff. We ended up moving out to California, Los Angeles. And uh, after like a, about a year, we ended up calling it quits. We ended up breaking up. Like a bunch of stuff started happening. And me and Chris moved back to New York. And then we formed this band. And we and it was just me and Chris. Now Mike, the, our guitar player at the time, we grew up with him also. He he came. You know, we've graduated high school together. We went to school together. We've known each other our whole lives. So. He was always around when we were touring with the other band. Mm -hmm. And when we moved to California, he moved with us. We were all living in a house together. Now, when we moved back to New York to start this band, he stayed out there for like another couple of years. So when we started the band, we didn't really have a drummer. We played with one of our, our other friends we knew, and then Jesse joined the band. Actually, Jesse was in Morning Fuzz at the beginning. Uh, probably, how many years were you in? Like two years? Three yeah, years? probably somewhere around. A while. So we, the, first, the beginning start of the band, Jesse was in the band for a while, we recorded an EP, and then we recorded another EP. And that was probably from like 2009, I guess? 2009. And then we finally recorded the record, and then Mike moved back. Before we recorded the record, Mike moved back from California, and what year was that? I'm so bad with the years. Last <laughs> year? 2012, maybe? 2012, yeah. or the summer, I think. Mike, California was a bit hazy for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> he moved back good. in the summer, the humidity, the heart of humidity. And when he came in, we recruited him in the band, and then we were four piece. We started working on and that's when we started working on all these new songs like Contra and the other song we're about to play. And, uh, that's, and then we went out to Seattle and recorded the record. And, that's, yeah. and here we are now just playing But it really, it really came together when, when Mike joined us. He was the glue. The glue? <laughs> okay. I'll make things work. <laughs> Making me blush. Uh, you can't put that in a Hallmark card. Yeah. You just can't. But you can feel the sentiment in the room. Well, that's cool. That, that you know, obviously, you guys are certainly. We all have. Hit, we all have known yeah, each other for the last. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, we've, we've known no Jesse for how long? And now it's like 15 yeah, years we've known time. him. You know. Wow. Okay. No strangers around. That's yeah. Good. There's no strangers. Good stuff. 
I, I yeah, I mean, um, it's it's nice when you when you kind of see that. Obviously, you know, band community being any type of thing like that, people drift in, drift out. Everybody kind of knows one another. It seems very incestuous at some points, but at at the same time, as long as something jealous eventually. So, how would you say? Morning Fuzz differs from ultra high frequency as far as a band for you know you and, and members of it. It's hard for me coming from the inside I'm talking about that. Yeah, yeah, so uh, uh, you think these questions will be easy? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> maybe we'll for get, me, we'll maybe it's because while I was younger. Either. But then again, like some of the songs that we did with Morning Fuzz were just songs that I I had we never did with Ultra. You know what I mean? I I can't. You gotta. Uh, I mean, maybe. I think I think it's kind of it's an extension. I mean. Everybody adds their own touch, so like you know, the other two members leaving, I'm sure that it took they took something with them. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, Frank's like the primary songwriter. Mm -hmm. So you know, moving that to this band, and then as we develop, you know, we we get more comfortable, and then it transforms. You know, so I mean, it's definitely not a huge change, but um, you know, all the songs are. Uh, that's the hardest thing, you know. All yeah. the, I think all the song, all the songs are, are, they're very individual, you know. Like that's one of the biggest things when we put the record together is trying to pick the right songs to group them together so it sounds like you know like a total record because like Frank has a tendency to write like a hard rock song and then he could write like a um, even like almost like a jazzy type song like he's got you know a wide range, so. Um, I don't think that answers the question, but... No, 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 no. It, it kind of does. It kind of yeah. does. I get it. I get it. Make myself feel better about myself as I walk around. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, because because there's cross-pollination between the two bands, there's obviously a mm -hmm. uh, direction that you know, a band goes with, with other members in it and first yeah. difference. So that's why I was asking that. No, you, you, you nailed it. That's good. Chris, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> for, for Jesse, how do, you, how do you feel about being in this band before and now being back in this band? What uh, do you notice is different? Well, it's exciting. I mean, I, I, I think... Each each time they record, um, it's like an evolution of what's going on. So it's 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 cool to come back every once in a while and uh, <laughs> play what's new. Dip, dip it in. He just jumps in at the fun time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. jumps, jumps in out. Out. Right oh, you gotta, you gotta do all the bullshit. Yeah, I don't want the hard work. I just want the payoff. <laughs> Bring <anyway>. me in. <laughs> That's cool. He just kind of knocks on your door. That's it. Yeah. It's like I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, I want to I want to ask you about uh, your your LP uh, or full record, I should say, uh, Chasing Ghosts. Now, for that, you guys went to Seattle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I know that you worked with uh, Barrett Jones on it. Mm -hmm. And before we get into that, how let's start with how did it happen? How did you end up there? How did you get hooked up with him? That's a funny story. Well. Now that we were talking about Ultra Frequency before, with our other band, we actually recorded a record with him in okay. 2005, I think. Uh, we we At the time, we had management and stuff, and we were going to do a five-song EP, and we were trying to figure out, like, he was he was trying to figure out, like, the best person to record us for, like, what we sounded like. He was looking at, like, all different producers, and, and like, what was our budget? So this is like, all right. Yeah, who couldn't you guys record with? But you're gonna have to pay for it. You know, we're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, like, there's always a catch. But then, I don't know what happened. I I, I think he because Barrett had management at the time. This this is before like the recording. It was when it was, the recording industry, I guess, was starting to like. I don't know. Anyway, so, so our manager must have contacted him or his manager. And then we got into contact with each other, and then um, they worked out some kind of deal. They worked out a deal. We went out there and we did five songs. We were there for about a week, maybe a week and a half. Then we came back home 
and I think they were supposed to shop at the managers. Yeah. And then they're like, let's just go out and finish the whole record. So we went back out again and did. So we went back to Seattle again to do seven more songs. We put together a 12-song album. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I always stayed in touch with Barrett. We, we had such a great time over there recording. And he, he was, you know, really easy to work with and everything. We got along great. And I always, like, stayed in touch with him. And then we ended up forming Morning Fuzz. We did the first EP. Yeah. He mixed it. Oh, really? Like, our friend recorded it, and, and we needed to get it, like, mixed and everything. And we sent him the tracks, and he, like, because he does that. He's got a service where he, like, mixes stuff. Also, He does that on the side, you know, mixes yeah. stuff also. So we sent it to him, we mix it, and, and then after that, you stayed in contact with him again. And then when Mike joined the band, we're like, all right, we already released two EPs. We got to do a full record. Like, we have all these songs. Let's just take, you know, we got really serious. We were coming up with all this that we, like, really, you know, very creative and just in our rehearsal space, spending a lot of hours, like, putting time into the songs and everything. And then finally, like, all right, let's do it. So I called up Barrett and to see when he was going to be available, uh-huh. and he worked out a perfect time. And I we- think, like you said, with the two EPs, like I think that was like the big. I, I don't know if you remember, but well, yeah, you do. But when we did the two EPs, <laughs> when we did the two EPs after when we recorded with Ultra Frequency with Barrett, it was just such a fluid process. Yeah. And when we did the two EPs, it was a nightmare. You know, it just just. Being whole, home, recording being at home was one thing. The York distractions, the yeah. fact that, that you wouldn't just be like, okay, we're going to record for a week and get it all done. It took so much longer. Yeah, it just, life ha- It destroyed yeah, it. So we'll do the vocals next week if we, we have decided, free time at t- 10 o'clock when I get home from work. For time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the worst part. You know, it, it just messed things up along the way. So when we, you know, we could have took a chance with a different producer, but we knew this worked and we were tired of doing it the wrong way. So yeah. we just said, let's just go yeah. with what we know. And you know, get out of the, get, you know, get yeah. away from the everyday life for two straight weeks get out of our 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 zones we're yeah. just con- and he let us crash at his place That's and cool. his studio is like yeah. in a wing of his house so basically we just lived that record we went there we're every single day we just recorded that's all we thought about and you know and it, it it's such an easier uh environment to work in than doing here like when we recorded the other ep with jesse like he did the drums then i don't think we finished the until t- like a year later like finished all the stuff mm-hmm. it was just yeah Getting you know, t- no I, I want to interrupt you for a second no, because because I didn't mention it, but I want to for people out there listening that Barrett Jones has worked with the likes of the Foo Fighters, Nirvana. Yep. I mean, he's worked with some heavy hitters. Yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, he so, did I mean, the first. So people understand. He knows what he's doing. The first Foo Fighters. Album yeah, he yeah, produced yeah. That. First Foo, exactly. So I mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh you, but no, I'm no, like, that's fine. About, no, that, no, that, that for us, no, like those like yeah, fans yeah. we grew up on, like our favorite bands, you know. So like going into the studio and seeing the the Foo Fighters gold record hanging on the wall, like all right, this is awesome, you know, like the inspiration. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, this guy must know what he's. Or he sees okay, Mike in the yeah. drum kit. He's like, oh yeah, Dave played on this on a Nirvana song. It's like, like the reason why I play guitar is because of Nirvana. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that's it's very just cool. But the best part about the recording, I think, is you know. We work well together. That's another reason why we picked him to go out there. Like, if we're going to spend money, and I want to do it the right way, and just go out, do it, and like have a good time doing it, and and have somebody you trust yeah. that you're working with. Yeah. You know, not every producer you're going to trust their ideas, and sometimes you don't. Like, I'm very stubborn, especially with certain things. And sometimes it takes me a while to like hear. Like, even if he suggests something or someone else suggests something, I'll be like, I don't know if it's going to work. And then I'll hear it and I'm like, you know what? I don't know why I didn't think of that or something. You know, or like no, but I think I think that's the essence of a real producer. A lot of bands that I mean, we know, and you guys have probably met bands like that too. And you might have even been in early on where you go to record something, and the so and so producer mm-hmm. is someone that flips the switch and it's record. Yeah, and they have really no input yeah. to put in other than go, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, sounds yeah. Great. And no, he he Whereas, added how something. How big print on my uh, my credit? You know what I mean? He yeah. added something to everything, and it, it was just it was better. No, that's know? good to hear. And that's plus, he plus he can play every instrument we're playing. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so he's a drummer, he's a guitar player, he's a singer. He added guitar parts in the song. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. He changed some drum parts around. He changed some, like, he added some, he helped me with some vocal harmony. Like, you know, I usually come in, like, I'm like, I love vocal harmonies. Like, I love the Beach Boys and all that stuff. And, he, you know, he's, like, throwing in some... He's like, let's try this. Like, wow. Like, that was fun. You know, like, we put stuff in and, like, wow. I never thought yeah. about that. Very you know? cool. It's great. Now that you brought it up, that you like the Beach Boys, yeah. well, that's perfect segue in this next question. Uh, sort of, kind of. What's the first record? This is for each one of you. It's the first record you ever bought? Phil Collins. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one? Uh, was, that's the was, next question. It was, like, a best of... That's that the one with face on it. Is it black, yeah, the black cover's exactly. face is like faded out on it. I know <laughs> like, my dad like has a cassette that one. tape. Yeah, the cassette. <laughs> first cassette. First, first record. First record. <laughs> first, if you want to go like record, record, I had, I had like Michael Jackson bad on record, and then first tape was Ride the Lightning Metallica. It was yeah, white, right? I think I remember playing. Yeah. Yes. The what a balance right there. Well, I was yeah. a little, little kid. With the, we had the Fisher Price record player. Oh, and I had the, <laughs> I, oh actually, no. Th- I had the Thriller record. Well, you know the one with the picture on both sides? He's like, he's yeah. printed on the record, Thriller on the vinyl. Yep. Yeah, and then you want to get into taste, and I used to get in the edge a little bit, you know? I had two older brothers, though, so, like, get introduced to that stuff at an earlier age. A little runoff. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. A little Metallica. Yeah, I would, t- I would take my brother's CDs, and he would, you know, he had Metallica. All right, what's the first one you ever bought, though? That you can remember. Bought personally, I, I don't know. Maybe it had to, maybe incesticide, maybe Nirvana incesticide. Okay. After the, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to I think. So. Definitely, I took a lot of my brother's stuff, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a lot of metal back. Stealing's then. easy. It's a lot it's of metal. Go, metal. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of metal. I remember from my, well, I didn't buy it, but for my sixth birthday, Frank got me. Uh, Iron Maiden Power Slave. Power Slave. Can you believe that? Six <laughs> years old, Power Slave is a birthday present. <laughs> but uh, that's why I think like Operation Ivy. Maybe. Yeah, well, that's nice. hell is just not a metal band when you start throwing stuff yeah. like that around at six years old. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, it's a good band. I love the band. But uh, that's cool. All right. Well, like I said, it's a very telling thing. A lot of people say, oh, what are you listening to now? No, no, what do you listen to when you were a kid? Well, we, we yeah. grew up skateboarding, too. So, like, everything oh, wow. I was introduced to was from skateboard videos. So I knew about, like, punk like punk rock was yeah. a big thing, you know? And and all these bands no one's ever heard of before. You're hearing when these skate videos, you're like, oh, you ever hear this? And then you go out, try to find it at this at the stores, you know? And, like, that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, before we listen to the next song, which is You Say, uh, can you guys give us a little background on that one? Tell some people what it's about. You Say, all right. It's another one of the old... I I did this. Uh, how's the best way to explain this one? All right. So the chorus, you say, one day I was I was I was plucking my guitar and I and I came up with the riff and it was actually I was playing it like kind of like fast like a, you say you say you say like that and I just record you know like now on the iPhone I don't have to like grab like a little t- tape recorder anymore so I just put like I'll if I have an idea I'll just be like record like on a little audio yeah. recording and I'll play it and then one day I, for some reason that always stuck in my head I don't know why like this is like years ago I had that 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 chorus. And then um, it always stuck in my head that I'm like, I was always trying to figure out like how a verse would work going to that, but I never had a verse for it. And then one day I was just like, I think I was in the shower, very cliche. And I was, and I was hearing like, do, 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 like, like, like marching band kind of drum thing. And I'm like, and I started like, well, let me see if the, that thing will work in there. You say, you say, you say. And it started working. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then I think I was out in Long Island at the time. And I went to Chris's house. I'm like, yo, let's try this. And I jumped on Chris's drum kit. Chris, Chris has like a little setup in his room. And I jumped on his drum kit. And I'm like, Chris, play this. For, and, you know, the bass line. Do, 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 do. I'm like, all right, I think this is going to work. Then we went into band practice. And we started messing around with it. Mm-hmm. And, and we recorded like just like the segue for the chorus thing. And then, we came, then I came home. And I was like so hyped up about it. I just picked up my guitar and wrote the rest of the song. 
I just wrote the, the verse and everything. I feel like the core, you know, and that was history from there. See, that's, that's a very good example of why every little ID you get, yeah. even if you can't use it today, hang on to it because you never Yeah, I have like 50 right? things on my phone, but then who knows, like later on something will just pop. Like, yeah. there's a reason why something sticks in your head. You're like, All right, maybe that's that's the thing. That, the, the songs, are the ones that always stick are the ones that stay in your head the whole time, you know? Mm. Like you're like, why does it keep popping up? All right, let me just finish this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, why don't we take a listen to You Say. Sound good, guys? Yeah. All yeah. right. All right, this is You Say by Morning Fuzz. No balance, the shaking ground The sound of stomping feet The shiver chat is my team Always for rappings to fall out and blasphemy The levels picking out these postal shouts Like summer days, winter nights You turn from hot to cold Separate, I'll wake up and stay
right. You say morning fuzz. Guys, what's the best place for everybody to keep in touch with you? Oh, um, we have our website. It's morningfuzz.com, and you can send us an email there. You can listen to our music. You can watch our videos. You can check out a little... News or the whatever. Twitter and everything's on there too. Like yeah, we have all Twitter, the Facebook. The Twitter's uh, morning underscore fuzz, and then the Facebooks face um, <laughs> facebook slash morning fuzz rock. We couldn't get the names for either of them because I don't know. Hey, hey you okay. look it up, it you find you find the uh, you know you find the selfies on there of like some fourteen yeah. year old girl holding. Yeah, up yeah. yeah like, see, how's I mean, that morning? I mean, fuzz? I mean, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, thank God it wasn't like well something else. There we go. <laughs> Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's an uncensored <laughs> show. It's okay. And on the website, there is a video for that song you say. We uh, you know, I wanted to ask you about that. I yes. watched it. Uh, who's, whose idea was it for the video? How'd you end up in Venice? Uh, that's a, that's oh, a funny story. Yeah. We, we weren't... Uh, all right, so our, uh, one of our best friends, Joe, who actually lived out when we were in Ultra Frequency, he lived with us in, in California. He mm-hmm. went out there because he's a video guy. And he still lives there. He's like the successful stuff now. And we always talk about every... Like, we filmed another video a while ago when we were in California when we were there. So anytime we get together, we try to like piece together a quick video, you know? So we were talking about, we got to do a video for the new record before it comes out. We'll pick one of the songs you say. He's like, I'm going to be home for, I forgot what, what it was. He came home to do something with his parents in Long Island. So he's like, all right, we have one day. We got to do this in one day. That was done in one day. One day. And you'd be surprised wow. where we filmed 16 it. 16 hours. We filmed that in Chris's bedroom. <laughs> we try to do the oh, most. Okay, okay. We try to do the most with the little, that you know, so, little so we have. Chris's cover. bedroom is in Venice. That's all we're telling people. Go no, watch oh, it. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, right. So they yeah, can watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? True. A little surprise. I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> no. But our record cover, we did the same thing for our, our album cover for Chasing Ghosts, the yeah. new album. And we tried, we set that up for one day, did the album, sh- you know, just for the picture. Then we did it at a different time for this music video. So we had to recreate that oh, look. Oh, okay, okay. And, 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 and buy like uh, how many dozens of balloons did we buy? <laughs> Which you can't even see in the video. And then our friend Mike, yeah. who's here with us right now, he has all these crazy lights, like these. And, and we borrowed those two and had no idea what we were doing, just setting them up all over and, and it, in smoke machines. And it was. It was weird. It was crazy. But but we built, you know, and Chris's brother built this thing. Uh, I forgot what do you, what do you call it? A slide? I don't know. I don't know. Camera talk. Tracking. Camera guy talk. A track thing. So for our, our video guy Joe, yeah. and he in one day he shot like all these different takes, and he he did the magic editing together. So if you guys go go to morningfuzz.com or YouTube and, and, and type in morningfuzz, you say and watch that video, and you'll see yeah. if you can tell that it was done. Definitely a great video. In really the Long Island it. bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> See if you can tell that. I don't know how you got the sand in yeah. there. Oh, yeah, Venice. You know? Oh, yeah, it's Venice. <laughs> so, um, I, this one is another one for each one of you. And uh, take a pause if you got to think about it. But if you had 20 seconds to tell someone about your band who never heard them before, what would you, what would you say? Let's start at the other end. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, you're right. So we started over. I've already put you on. Yeah. It's that light hanging down yeah. on you. Yeah. Right? Uh, Let's see here. I mean, I can't say that other bands are not hardworking bands, but we're a hardworking <laughs> band. You know, you everyone else sucks. We're okay you know, with that. It's uh, you know, there's to like the depths of us. Like we we try, we're not trying to recreate anything. You know, everything is uh, for the most part natural. You know, we have influences, of course, but. You know, I think it comes from a place like if you put our music against a lot of other a lot of other bands, I mean not saying they're not out there, it's just less common. You yeah. know, it's got it's got a little bit I, I think, think you guys of, have a very unique sound. You know, I mean I there's less there's less of like that nineties type of sound, you know, floating around as much these days. And I think that there's a slight bit of that. You know, there's certain certain elements of it, I mean. 
It's a good way to put it. Yep. Yeah. Answered every. I don't know what I'm going to say what? when it comes to the thing. What's the question yeah. again? <laughs> you got, twenty you got, seconds. You got twenty to seconds. I've never heard you convince me to listen to you. Why should I? I would say just listen. Just give it a shot. Just uh, just give know, it a shot. Judge for yourself and okay. If you, I like it personally, you I, buy me a beer too. If I yeah, listen. Yeah, all right, great. There we go. A beer and a shot. If you like all it, right, I'll right, buy you like two shots. There we go. We go the other way. Just grab, grab him by the throat. You listen to this. That five <laughs> quick now. seconds. Right well, now. you know, there's always the violence side. It's very no. Okay. The I'm New York is coming out in here. Yeah. It's side. the Long Island yeah. coming yeah. out. You got two options. You listen, listen to this. this. Get in the trunk. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have. Uh, it's so hard for me to do that because you know what I mean. Like, a, how do I explain the band? You don't have to explain. People it. ask me all the time though. Like, what do you sound? I don't know what to say. Like. <laughs> So, I'm yeah. so bad. I'm so bad at that stuff. Because like when I like a band, people are like, "What do they sound like?" I don't know. Mm. The 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 Beatles and blah blah blah. Okay, don't let him work with the marketing people. That's okay, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Throw me it's in the corner. Tip, okay, a little tip. You uh, take it for what it's worth. From yeah, an outsider's point of when you first heard the record, uh, I think? guess I would say uh, take a listen to the album unless you really like bad music, and then so there you go. <laughs> See, I wish interesting. I could say something like that. Interesting. Interesting. Unless yeah, I, I wish really I like had bad music. There you go. Like yeah, but you have no like idea. My taste are it could be like I could still be stuck in like the like the Phil like Collins first record. Like, hey, oh, Phil yeah, Collins exactly. Is like, Phil Genesis. I'd be like Susu Sudi all over. <laughs> the place. And you're like, Ugh, you know. Well, we know music taste is not an opinion. Oh, very true. Very true. Very true. There we go. So you know, um, this goes everywhere. So uh, do you guys want to say anything to your fans that are out there? Any messages to them? Thank you. Thank you. Thank for you for like come, you come know. out and support our live shows because that's what that's we, what we put. That's why we're doing this, and we yeah. we like to see people come out and yeah, that's see like, live music, support live music scene. You know, especially Good growing set. up in New York, we used, to, we used to go out all the time to shows and everything. And I feel like there's a lack of people inter being interested in that. So you know, if you check out the music, you like the, the you like the songs, and everything, come see us because we promise we'll put on a great performance and like you know, yeah. bring the bring the energy up and make you want to go out to more shows. All right, our all right. shows. <laughs> um, you know the the last thing I want to ask you guys is uh, as we close this year out and uh, 2014 coming up, uh, what's new? What's on the horizon for Morning Fuzz? Uh, we're trying to get on the road as much as possible, and you know we love we like hooking up with other bands and and playing you know small local shows that Meeting you know people. scenes that scenes that they're a part of, and really we just want to get out. And play yeah. as much as possible. We're, we're, I know you guys do the East Coast, uh, you know, or you have done in the past. Yeah. Where are you looking to go next? Where would you like to go? Well, you know, honestly, we we've, we've been playing Philly. You know, we've been making that Philly's more. Like the, like yeah, the, it's one of our big spots. Home now. Yeah, we've we been coming back. No. Yeah, <laughs> Philly knows that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, no. Like, well, we played a bunch of places uh, for like the second half of the year, and we kept tabs on it. And we want to go back to those places much more instead of just randomly spitting out places. And there's yeah. a few spots that we we're sticking to. You know, we're having a good good time in West Virginia, a good time in Philly. Um, you know, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, we have Pittsburgh's a good scene too. Yeah, we've been playing. You know, we might play a couple more Long Island shows before the year's out. I mean, we're gonna play at least one more Long Island show, you know. We have. Um, I also. I have a bunch of so. Like I said, I have a bunch of recordings on my phone. <laughs> I have a bunch <laughs> of new songs I want to start working on too. So, so let the, hopefully lots of new things for for the new year. All 2014. Right. We start off. Check out the web. We want to come back and see. We want to come back and unclaim bands like five times <laughs> at least in 2014. Okay. Updates. Updates will be on the website. Yes. Updates on the website. All right, so people can find it there. Excellent. Yeah. 
Well, look, guys, I want to thank you for uh, taking time to sit down and do this interview. It's great to do something more than like three minutes out front of the place. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody out there, uh, this is Sean from Unclean Bands. Uh, our guest tonight have been uh, Morning Fuzz. Make sure you check this band out. Listen to the songs. Listen to them again. I already, you already heard them once if you're at this part of the interview. And um, make sure you come out and see them. It's definitely something to be seen. It's all at uh, Liberty. It was a good show. Uh, until next time, everybody, um, keep listening. Thanks, guys. Right. Thank yeah, you so much. The statements used in the comments expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclean bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.